And welcome to From Deep, Episode 5. I am your host, Luke Jansen, and we are joined today by my co-host, Phil Wiseman. Phil, say hello. Hello, beautiful people. Let's talk some basketball. Let's do it. Today's show, we got From Deep, NBA Weekly, NBA 2K Sim. We're going to be drafting the top franchise point guards to play each other. Go point guard versus point guard versus point guard versus point guard versus point guard. Just say that 10 times. Best uh, we, of the best. Best of the best. We have a hot take, and of course, we got to have our Raptors news. And without further ado, Phil, let's uh, let's jump into it. Let's do it, Luke. We talking oh, basketball? We, we got, got our basketballs we up. Basketball, we got. Ba- but mine's Raptors based, so I think I win. I win the the entry to the show. It's uh, it's actually Ooh. a game Phil and I are playing. Who's gonna have the best entry? And I, I mean, like Raptors love. Although you mm. do have a DeRozan jersey. I was, gonna, I was gonna say you're talking all this Raptors love. I got a nice little DeRozan jersey in the background for us joining us on YouTube today. That's true. And uh Bonsai Bob uh, has rejoined the AN and Steven one and two. Uh you know, very important show. So yeah, I would say they're the anchor to our show. Um, at least that's my personal opinion. They bring the energy or do they, they bring the oxygen? <laughs> they bring the oxygen, which is very important because we need it. Uh well. Store Let's that see. carbon. <laughs> oh, store the carbon. Yeah, this is this is very important. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in these shows. We need as much oxygen as we can to talk. We've made the transition from basketball podcast to eco podcast. I mean, it was Earth Day this week. We had that, so we got to talk a little about environment, right? Plant basketball. It's the next. Plant. <laughs> there we go. It's coming up. From deep, you ready, Phil? I am. Okay, Phil, you are up first. Give me your silly question. For those that don't know, we're going to do two silly questions first, and we will have one kind of from deep, more serious, kind of way out of nowhere at the end of the show. But we got to start silly, have some fun, bring the heat, Phil. Okay. My question for you, I guess I got a little bit of a warm-up question for you. Okay. Are, are you a Marvel comics fan? Do you like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, love it. Love Marvel. Love me some Marvel. Just finished up uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, last night, okay. actually. So it's good. It's good stuff. Oh, there we go. Okay, so this this will be right in your wheelhouse then. If we were to compare LeBron James to a Marvel character, who would he be and why? LeBron James as a Marvel character. Who would he be and why? I mean, like the basic one that you can think of is like, ooh, actually, it's not basic. Who is mm-hmm. who would LeBron James remind me of? I can give you mine, but I yeah, want to hear yours first. Yeah, yeah of course. No, 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 no. I, I I'll go first. Okay. I am gonna go Hulk. The and Hulk. The reason okay. we're going the Hulk is I'm I'm going prime LeBron James. I'm assuming that was the question. Any way you want to take oh, okay. it. Okay. All right. Because prime LeBron James. I mean, he's still you could arguably consider he's somehow still in his prime at 37. Um mm-hmm was a monster like blocks chase the chase down blocks the rebounds he just did everything man the guy was everywhere you couldn't get by him he dunk on you alley oops from half court from d wade like oh my goodness he just reminded me so much of the hulk uh you know the only thing that he's missing was was green <laughs> was being a little green was being a little green i mean he was uh he was crazy man when he got into his element it was all over for any no regard for human life um just absolutely dunked on everybody. So yeah, I'm going the Hulk. Who you got? I've got Thanos. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So ever relenting for the search of the stones. And then of course, ever relenting in the search for championships. Yeah. Looking to take down a super team, the Avengers. Yeah. I mean, he took down the step warriors, 73 and nine. 
little bit of comparison that way. Mm-hmm. You can say he was a little bit of a villain on the Heat mm-hmm. as well when he initially joined there. So I'm, I'm going with Thanos for LeBron James as a Marvel character. Right, let us know what you think, people. And he's got to have all ring. He's got to have all the rings, though. How many rings? Exactly. Are there? He's still got to get one more, right? He's got to get one more to get to that fifth and get all the Infinity Stones and take over the universe. Be the number one player. <laughs> this was his goal all along. Don't let him get the fifth ring this year. Don't let it happen. <laughs> Who knows what happens? We could all half of us could disappear. <laughs> exactly. Don't do it, LeBron. Don't do it. LeBron have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh we might see him evolve from prime lebron at 37 to prime prime lebron at 38 next year if he gets that you got it year. right you got it right what's awesome. your question for me here okay so uh mm-hmm. i believe it was episode three we left some some breadcrumbs out breadcrumbs breadcrumbs there's was, there was some breadcrumbs something talking about some glasses um mm-hmm. peak the, inter- the interest of everyone it was trending on twitter yeah, I think LeBron actually tweeted about it. I, I think even so. Kevin Durant did too. I can't remember. So today, no. there's no breadcrumbs. You're getting the you're getting the whole loaf of bread. Today, today is the day. We're in the cottage, Hansel and Gretel. We we found them. So <laughs> we're gonna direct this as a question, but there's there's some there's some great story to this. So we have to set mm. the scene. Let's see your storytelling skills here. So let's 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 pull this back. Okay, so you're in grade eight. Mm-hmm. You're lacing. I'm up. lanky. I'm like what? I'm, I'm six foot. I think I'm the same height as I am now in grade eight, and 112 pounds. Same lanky, long arms. So for those that don't know me, I'm six foot two, about 175 now. So 112 pounds, six foot two in grade eight. Big, long, greasy hair. Oh, plenty of acne. We were oh, all there though. Although my hair wasn't oh, as long eight. as yours, I don't think my hair ever hit my shoulders. But definitely, definitely went for a Beatles look. It's definitely mm-hmm. going for a long hair Beatles look. Okay, so we're set, we're we're setting the scene for those that don't know. Okay, so Boundary Bulldogs. You're in the <laughs> gym. It's hype. It's Miss uh, Miss Forche, right? Was our coach? That's right. Yes. Okay. Miss Forche. So we're yeah. just we got the group huddle going. We're just getting ready. We're lacing up the shoes. So, you know, we're we're basically the best team ever, right? Like I mean, like it's not you can't even argue it. Boundary <laughs> Bulldogs were especially for our division, top notch. We were probably dead last, but <laughs> who is our division, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter we were the best okay um uh, we get to wear history this way nobody knows um all right coming out we're running out Mm-mm-mm. luke's like i'm i of course i play with phil for those that don't know uh boundary bulldog for life uh average like 26 and 7 a game um we run out okay so crowd's going wild i'm pretty sure the three or four parents that were there were yeah let's go um and then boom <laughs> we have the opponents come out benson bears i mean if you ever had a the bees were there pencil bears and boundary bulldogs the bees it's the bees game now beats bears battlestar galactica luke <laughs> say that 10 times fast mm-hmm. um so the scene is set benson bears boundary bulldogs this is a head-to-head it's it's a big game um now you phil this is where the question comes in place so mm. you new to the sport of basketball as far as mm-hmm. I'm aware, soccer was kind of your thing at this point in time. Making the transition to what is a beautiful sport, much better than soccer, in my my opinion. Ooh. I, I like There's soccer. your hot take for the. There's week. your hot take. <laughs> as a defensive option, someone is dribbling the ball towards you. This man also was in the Benson Bear locker room, prepping up for the game, getting ready. <laughs> Just 
lacing up his shoes. I don't think we can call them men when they're 13, 14. <laughs> but sure, keep going. We were men, Phil. We were uh, men. Uh, it was something else. Straps the age, glasses sure. on. His parents made sure that he had the wraparound to make to make sure that these glasses weren't going anywhere. This was his vision to shoot seven from seven from the three-point line. Like, without these glasses, this man yeah. had no shot. You now are coming in. You got to prove yourself. This is, this is your first season <laughs> in basketball, coming to set the pace for the rest of your career in, in the NBA. In the NBA. The NBA. Okay. You're going to get there. Mm-hmm. This man crosses you up. You take a step back. You have two defensive options. You, <laughs> <laughs> you A, swipe for the ball with your right hand, or B, Dive your head, your head, <laughs> just headbutt the kid and break his glasses and put him to the floor. What what is your what is your pick? What is my pick? So I am my fourteen year old self in this situation, or yes, right now? This is this is this is yeah, sure. You know what? Let's this fourteen year old self. What 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 was your your desire for that play to happen? Was was it to swipe for the steal, or do you think that you go for the headbutt? break the kids glasses um what what's your choice well i can tell you now at, at 29 years old uh i drop my i drop a, a probably a glass of water maybe two to three times a year and break a glass my wife loves me for this she, she's a super fan whenever i break something in the house with that coordination now 15 years later I would say at 14 years old, <laughs> my desire was to swipe the ball, <laughs> but my momentum and body had other decisions to be made. Just, just like <laughs> now at 29, I don't want to drop a glass of water ever, <laughs> but I will carry that momentum and <laughs> hit the man in between his eyes, headbutt him and break his glasses at 14 years old. So if I'm doing this at 29, coordinated as, as I am in all in all well-shaped manner and form, I think at 14, my desire was to steal the ball, swipe it, go down the court, do a reverse jam. But just like everybody else, <laughs> just I'm human. I'm play out that way. <laughs> Did not play out that way. Smack. So that is your glasses story and what created a, a, a big bond for Phil and I's friendship. We've been friends for Geez, well, how old were we then? We were, yeah, 13. 13, um, 14, yeah. Yeah, now we're 29. Uh, mm -hmm. We didn't become really good friends till high school, but I do remember we got you into basketball. I'm pretty sure I was the one that's kind of like pushing you to play a little bit more. Maybe Josh was probably, I know you, Josh, you and Josh were good friends at the time, mm -hmm. but I think I was like, you got to play, man. You got to play. And this wasn't that far into the season. I think it might even been our first game. I think it was our it, first it game. It was our first game. It was Phil, our first tournament, our first game. That we played outside of boundary <laughs> practice was going i i was very new to the sport i was trying to pick up the ball and dribble and it just, that didn't work oh. out trying to defend that doesn't work well, out hey the, the oh, defense this, worked it, was a beautiful it stopped start. the play he didn't score i think <laughs> and i think the boy was also spasms. very strong too because he i don't think he cried either right like i don't I think, think either was, of us cried i think he was more like what, what? shocked shocked <laughs> Yeah, just I, I have PTSD probably to this day. Well, we'll have to find out. <laughs> Did this kid, this kid just had me playing basketball. So I just remember it so clearly. And and for those that you can't see, like Phil just straight up and like I'm not talking like accidentally caught him with a headbutt. Like 
Like, <laughs> Phil straight on. up headbutted this kid. He like went full oh, in, and all of us were like, "What? What did you? What?" <laughs> Basketball and injuries are something else. I got anyway. another one that we can do for a story another time. I, I've got a beautiful scar here. We'll leave those breadcrumbs for another we'll, time. We'll leave the story breadcrumbs there. for another time. So th- those are our from deep questions. That's your there's your thing for the glasses, Phil. We love you. Um, technically, I'll say you had the best defensive play I've ever seen in my life. It stopped the play. Took Debatable. the glasses off from the man. He couldn't see, so he couldn't shoot anymore. So did he, he took... score another point for the rest of the game? We will never know. Did we'll we say end no. up winning the game? Phil, we absolutely. History. We won absolutely. by hundred. He scored no more points. Absolutely. There we, we create, go. We create history of those games. Uh, let's uh, let's let's jump into from uh, not from deep. Let's jump into NBA Weekly. You ready? Let's do it. Let's get a big old slam dunk. NBA Weekly. We got some great stuff coming up. Um. Steph, three weeks in a row. We're talking about Steph, but if you don't know, Steph's been out of this world the last three weeks. Breaking records, shattering records, playing like and not even human with the percentages he's scoring right now. It's crazy. The record he broke this week, though, Steph, first player to have 70 plus three ga- uh, three-pointers in 10 games. I believe Incredible. it ended up being 72. 72 or 73. Now, yeah. Steph is just, I mean, you kind of think that you've seen the pinnacle of Steph, which again, similar to like how I talked about with Luca. Luca's got lots of room to grow, but like you kind of don't expect these players to bring more because they're just already so good. Like Steph Curry is just so good. I don't, I don't expect him to be averaging almost 40 points a game. I just, I didn't really think that was where he's at, but he is. And he's shooting unbelievable. Everybody like teams design defenses to stop him. They know what he's going to do. And he still just and they gets, can't stop and they him. can't stop him. It's just unbelievable. And, and I found this amazing thing on Reddit though. And it was from a user Ketmar. But Phil, if you want to add in anything on there before I go to that, feel, feel free to do. I, I would say if you're watching basketball, make sure to turn into a Golden State Warriors game right now. The the streak this man is on is just incredible. Just absolutely incredible. Incredible. That's that's a great word for it. So this post though, and this and this is where it gets a little bit of fun. So if, if you're not a Reddit user, um they have some great posts that you'll find weekly. Some of them are just out of the moon. Like you're just like, why did you research this? And to me, though, I love it. So Reddit user Ketmar said, if Steph Curry went 0 of 500 on three-pointers and then retired, he'd still have a higher three-point percentage than Ray Allen. Ray Allen, 2,973 points made, 7,429 taken for a 40% uh, clip. Steph Curry right now is, I believe, shooting... 2,755 clips made or three pointers made with 6,342 misses or uh, attempts. My apology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you attack on those extra 500 misses, he'd have 40%, uh, 0.26. So he's still beating him. Still beating him. Incredible. Now, where I love Reddit is the comment said, go deeper. <laughs> By that, it just means like I want more information. So then he said, a comment or a user said he could miss his next a thousand and still be higher than Dame Lillard and James Harden. Next comment. Wow. Go deeper. <laughs> he could miss his next 12,399 <laughs> shots 
and still have a higher three-point percentage than Ben Simmons at 14.9%. And you'd think it would end there. You'd think, you're like, okay, we've, we've chirped Ben Simmons enough. Let's end there. But the comment below says, go deeper. <laughs> and I'm not sure who this user was. I forgot to write his name down. And my apologies, because you deserve all the gold, Reddit gold in the world. And he comes in the comment with, Shaquille O'Neal has 22 career three-point attempts with one make for a truly abysmal 4.5% three-point percentage on his career. Curry would have to miss 58,467 consecutive threes to sink his average to that level. Oh my gosh. Curry's career high in three-point attempts is 866 in 20, uh, 2015, meaning that he would have to put up a volume without ever making one for 66 seasons to get that low. <laughs> making Curry 98 years old when he retires. <laughs> <laughs> so hot take does curry sink to i mean at that point if he did that i mean uh, truly a truly would be mvp in my heart so obviously shoot he'd have to shoot every shot so you zero win seasons zero points made and do it for 66 seasons <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Thank you, Ketmar, for, for bringing us to that lovely, lovely piece of, of Reddit information. Another thing we kind of have with the Steph Curry, um, we had a tweet come out this week. Uh, someone chirping Steph. Of course, you're going you're gonna to have haters going to hate. And it says, Kevin Durant was better than Steph Curry both those years. And he's referring to when Kevin Durant played with Golden State Warriors. Everybody knows it, bro. Don't try and kid yourself. This Curry needed another MVP and three All-Stars to get the job done. Who liked the comment? Kevin Durant. Ooh. Ooh. Kevin, you got to learn how to switch to your burners, man. You got to learn how to switch to your burners. This happens too, too much, man. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, what's your thoughts on that tweet, Phil? Kevin Durant loves his Twitter. I think uh, there was one note that we cut from last week's show, which was that Kevin Durant has more tweets than he does NBA points. <laughs> that he does 24,000 something tweets and then 23,000 points somewhere somewhere in that ballpark so katie loves his twitter loves his tweets uh what do i have to say about kevin durant joining the warriors to get those championships he's this this guy isn't wrong and kevin kevin just wants to stay relevant he's liking some tweets he wants to stay relevant with what's going on in the basketball world maybe kind of give a little bit of a talk about him and what his Brooklyn Nets are doing versus Steph Curry and how he's performing right now. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I don't think Kevin Durant is better than Steph Curry. Personally. Um, There's another spicy take. I don't like mm -hmm. ring chasers. Never have. I understand it's going to happen. And I'm not going to judge you for doing that, but I like guys who stick with their organizations. I think it's cool. I enjoy it as a fan of basketball. Um, the way Curry's playing right now is unbelievable. Kevin Durant is unbelievable. I just personally think that Curry got himself there with the team he had. And you could argue that like, who was Clay Thompson and Draymond Green? Like they weren't anybody before those three really started to collide and become something together. They were good players, but I'm not saying like you were like, oh, Draymond Green got traded to Golden State. That's it. This is a three-peat. Like, I just mean like they, they as a team... Mm -hmm became amazing 
and did some awesome things as a group where Kevin, you could say arguably has now joined in to some groups that already had some really awesome stuff going on rather than sticking it out with OKC. He joined the 73 and nine warriors that will forever be on his resume. And he joined that team to chase chase championships. And that will be forever part of who he is. You're hundred percent right about that. Coming down to stats and points. I imagine I'd wait till the end of their careers. Cause I think they're both at the point where they're both amazing and both at like a crazy pinnacle. Mm-hmm. really don't think we'd be able to, A, they're very different players, but I don't think you could really arguably compare who's the best player until they both call it quits. Yeah. Plus different positions, all that kind of stuff. Definitely the best pure scorers probably to ever play this game. You could argue Steph and Katie. Katie is seven foot, has probably the silkiest jumper that I've ever seen and hits without, without, without any doubt, he can hit any kind of shot in the game. What was happening in those Warriors championships as well is Kevin Durant won those finals MVPs, right? He won those finals MVPs. He was hitting those dagger shots. It's, it's definitely a debate that we can have later on in the show. I think who, who will you want to be? Or who do you think has a better career out of the two of them? All sure. I'll say is one guy's breaking history record books right now, and the other is. Yeah. Also, Kevin Durant has torn his uh, torn his Achilles, which is uh, seen as a career-ending injury, and then has been very nicked up and hurt this year. Uh, Steph obviously having his own ankle trouble in his past, and look at where he is now. You're right. He's going to be the all-time leading three-point shooter whenever it's all said and done. And, hey, maybe he even becomes MVP this year, right? Who knows? Yeah, well, and that kind of brings us right into our next next transition because we're going to talk MVP where we got 13 regular season games, roughly. Uh, you know, some might have 14, some might have 12, but roughly about mm. 13 games left in the, the season. So obviously that MVP debate is starting to heat up. And Steph Curry, mm-hmm. who truly was not a part of this MVP talk for the whole season, basically just threw himself into the marker there because the man is crazy. Uh, over the last, what, was it been a month and a half? Or month. This last month especially has just been out of this world almost averaging 40 points a game like mm-hmm. unbelievable i mean michael jordan did that in the playoffs curry's doing it in a regular season i can't wait till we see steph curry playoff form crazy yeah our last 12 13 games he's been over 32 every single time but once and that was when they lost to washington this week who have also been on a tear so yeah, yeah. he's on an unbelievable stretch and he's right to have his name in the conversation can he win it that's a whole other conversation but we'll see yeah let's talk it so we we're going to take the rankings of the top five right now that are that are through um this is zach harper's nba awards i believe that's uh that's who we're taking the link from right yeah Um, from the athletic that's right we're going to talk criteria of mvp so uh again this is from zach harper's thing and just kind of what i agree with and so you can hear what we're talking about while we talk about this about the mvp so first crazy stats that's an important part of the mvp debate you know we judge a lot of awards based on how incredible people play just like curry he's had now one a really good season but now has had one month that just is blowing (laughs) the history books like he's taking over records he's just winning games without technically his second best scorer draymond's great but clay is definitely the second highest volume output scorer for that team um so crazy stats the splash brother for a reason right plays the splash brother draymond is that grew but he's definitely not a splash brother um Mm -hmm. 
Another one is is would be their player impact. How does this team fare without their player involved? Uh, which, if you've seen the ratings for when Steph, and again, I don't have them off the top of my head, but I remember looking at them two weeks ago, when Steph is off the court, their team sucks. <laughs> Just Yeah. To look at the plus minus, uh, you can definitely see the impact that he's playing. Uh, if you look at the starting lineup, that, that'll just tell you right off the bat. If you don't see Steph Curry in the lineup, you're going to lose to 58 points to the Raptors, so you're going to lose to a lot of the Raptors. That's what's going to happen. Exactly. So, I mean, he's got a huge player impact, but again, uh, we got team success. That's always very important. There's very mm -hmm. rarely through history has an MVP with an under 50 win season won it. I think there was one or two, but primarily you need to have a, a winning percentage. Um, perceived value. Obviously, like, how does people like? Is their story crazy this year? What was something that was what's just their narrative? Yeah, what's mm. their narrative? And then lastly, is clutch performance. You know, did you bring it in the closing moments of hard games? Um, although, actually, Russell Westbrook. I mean, he's not in the MVP conversation, but is actually leading the season this year in in clutch shots in the last five minutes. So I thought that was pretty I cool. I saw that. That's and, amazing. Yeah, a lot of people saying he's washed up, but that boy's he ain't. Um, so yeah, so in saying all that stuff, we now have our top five um, of of Zach Harper's, and and I kind of agree with them right now. We'll start with Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. Previously not ranked, they got a forty-two and seventeen team for the Phoenix Suns, second seed in the West. Um, I have uh, up here on our show notes, Phil. You can see he's not really having a career high in anything. Yeah, uh, I think it goes beyond stats with Chris Paul's impact on the team. Like we, I think what we spoke about last week with how his impact on how the team comes together in relation to like the OKC team last year, Phoenix being in part of the bubble last year and then not getting into the playoffs and now being 42 and 17 is just an incredible accomplishment. So yeah. it's understandable why he's there and why he's got his name listed. And I, I couldn't agree more. I think he's had an amazing season. He does. He has. I don't think he gets it, to be honest. I, I, I don't think, I don't think so either. I don't think no. he's in there, but it's kind of nice to see that he's getting recognition for how he's doing this year. Um, yep. Number four, Julius Randle, New York Knicks. Previously not ranked. The Knicks are 34 and 27th in the four seed, I believe, on a seven-game win streak right now. Beat the uh, tearing, Raptors today. Beat the Raptors mm -hmm. today. They're tearing it up. D Rose is bringing the heat, which I love to see, averaging like 14 points a game. <laughs> which, uh, considering the amount of injuries that man has gone through, the fact that he's even in the NBA, let alone a starting position in the NBA for a playoff contender, is insane. I, that man is just next level to get through injuries. Um, Julius We're talking Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah, Julius Randle. What a season he's had. You can really see the effort that he's put in behind his numbers, 6.1 assists, 10 and a half boards, 23 and nine, 23.9 for points. Um, I was listening uh, to a podcast and, and watched uh, some of the Knicks game and they were talking about a story with Julius Randle and how whenever he traveled with Kobe and when he used to play with Kobe on the Lakers, whenever they traveled and went to another city, they would always find somewhere where they could get up shots, somewhere they could go practice before the game right off the flight julius has adapted this and brought this forward for that Knicks team and really helped to kind of solidify and bring that team together so i think once again it goes beyond the numbers the impact he's having on this team which is it's unbelievable i mean if you told mm -hmm. me the knicks were going to be um, a in the playoffs let alone a four seed 
I would have kind of laughed at you. At, at the start, start of the season, season no one would have predicted this. You're no. 100% right. So it just goes to show you how well Julius and the rest of the next have been playing. Number three, Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors. Talk about him a lot. They're 30 and 30, ninth seed in the West. Uh, more than likely going to make the playoff and playoff uh, or the play in tournament. My apologies, or squeeze in an eight seed potentially. Um, we kind of already discussed this. I think he doesn't have that really like f- unless if he continues his output of what he's doing right now for the next thirteen games. I think there's some serious discussion of like, okay, maybe. Maybe he's an MVP, like to be putting up over 32 points a game for a month straight where the teams are, are like trying to stop you. You're their only main scoring output and they can't do it. Um, I think does put him in contention to maybe win an MVP. But like we're talking like we'll need to see a couple 50 point games, maybe a 60 point game, like some really just nuts games here for the last 13. And wins. Wins would be the most important thing. They got they go they on gotta like win. a thirteen game win streak or ten game win streak or something like that, and only lose a couple games, get into like a seventh or sixth seed, and he's playing unbelievable. Arguably, he 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 could be definitely in that discussion. But right now, I don't I don't think he is. I really think there's only one front runner. Uh, but we're going to talk about Joel Embiid right now because he's in at number two, mm-hmm. and he's playing unbelievable. Thirty nine twenty one, second seed for Philadelphia in the East. The guy is crazy. Came off his <laughs> came off his injury, and it's really sad to see him have his injury because I really think that's what's going to hold him back from getting the MVP. I agree mm-hmm. because in his he's played forty one games, just so everybody knows. Nikola, he's going to be our number one. I mean, I think everybody would have known that. Um, Nikola's played fifty nine games, so there's a pretty big game disparison uh, there. But while Joel Embiid has been on the floor, thirty points a game, eleven rebounds. Three assists, 51% from the field, 37% from three, 85 That's from the huge. free throw. It, His yeah. mid-range game has been unbelievable this year as well. He's I, had an unbelievable year for mid-range. It, it, unbelievable. I, I really think I, – I don't think he's going to be in the contention, though. I I, I think Nicholas got it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, what, what's your thoughts? Like, we'll jump into Nikola right now. He's number one, Nikola, for the Denver Nuggets. I forgot to write what their uh, seeding is right now. Um, the Nuggets, obviously. They're fourth great. in the West right Four, now. Fourth in West, now down Jamal Murray, which definitely hurts their playoffs run. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about MVP for the season. Uh, he's averaging 26.3 points, 10.9 rebounds, 8.7 assists, 56.6 from the field, which is insane. He's shooting a 40.5% clip from the three as a center, 85.7 free throws. Uh, he's just, he's untouchable. His stat line is amazing. His play has been incredible. But I just want to bring it back to Joel and beat for a second. Sure, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think just when we're talking about Joel, we're also thinking about the impact on how he had in his rookie year. He also didn't have enough games to win rookie of the year, but a lot of people could arguably say he was rookie of the year. But when you look at the season that Nikola Jokic has had this year, it's been incredible with all the stats and everything he's kind of done for the Nuggets. Joel Embiid has more of a team success, if you want to argue that standpoint, with Philly being one game back of the first seed in the East. But Nikola Jokic, the numbers he's putting up, the efficiency – the Nuggets are basically locked into the fourth seed right now. So they'll be in the top four. Uh, there are 17 games over 500. I think you can argue that team success enough for, for Jokic and just how he's been such a rock 
such a key for the offense for the, the Nuggets is why I think he's the MVP. Yeah, I I think if Joel doesn't go down to an injury, I think that is a very tough decision. I because th- mm-hmm. they're basically outputting the same numbers, uh, and both dominating. Um, but I I do think because of the injury that Nikola is going to to win it. Um, yeah. So MVP. Both Phil and I believe Nikola, right? We're both on the same page. Yep, that's that rarely happens. Yeah, Jokic. That rarely happens that you and me are on the same page. Look, look at us. But I mean, at this point, look at us. I mean, there's just there's no other option. I mean, Nikola's just had a great year. Phil, are you ready for the best draft in the world? Let's do it. NBA 2K 21. From downtown. So we have the NBA franchise point guard draft today, and it is going to be real. If you did not watch last week's game, we had Zion Williamson and Luca as the team captains, and we went up against the top 25 or top 20 uh, under age 25 in the NBA, and we simmed out a game. We announced it. It was hilarious, ton of laughs, but also really fun. Watch that through it should be through our YouTube channel though. It's not done through as a podcast, as it's pretty much visual, so very hard to listen to it as a podcast. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be a, a kind of a weekly thing or a segment that we try to do more often because we loved it. We had a ton of fun doing it and I think a lot of people enjoyed listening to it. So we are going to be drafting from each. So I went through NBA 2K, 2K21 and took the best point guard from each team and put them in our list. Phil and I are going to draft. How many do we want to draft, Phil? We're going to do 10 uh, overall, but only do seven, I believe, t- during the podcast. Is that what we decided? Yeah. Or do you want to... Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That works great. So we're going to draft seven. And now, reminder, there is no centers. This is point guard versus 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 point guard. Got them all 10. All five positions, point guards. That is the key, people. It's going to be a very interesting simulation. I'm very excited for it. Phil, are you ready? Are you hyped up? Oh, I'm I'm ready to go. I think uh, since I won the simulation, the last one, I should get the first overall pick. Is that fair? Do yes. winners win? Yeah, of course. Now, I did I did want to talk quickly to make and see what your thoughts on this are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the average point guard height, obviously, is about six foot to six five. Six five being on the higher side. Mm-hmm. Do we want to keep in? Magic Johnson and Penny Hardaway, just due to the fact that they're six nine at Magic Johnson, six seven uh, for Penny Hardaway. Because I, I do you think that will create some like, like one guy is just going to center around the rebounds? Because I was kind of interested to see like we have people more around like that six six five height, and everyone's around the same height, that it creates a little bit more of a battle. Um, I know you have first pick, so I, I will let you decide. I, I I think for like seeing the game. I think we should cut them, but you have first pick. I'll let you decide what, what you're thinking. Let's cut them. I agree. Magic Johnson, as uh, as basketball savants as we are, uh, when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went down an injury, Magic Johnson started in the center position or power forward position to take over from Kareem, and it ended up winning that game as a very tall man as he is, a 6'9", playing center, when he's typically a point guard. I think a matchup like that is just going to be unfavorable and kind of skew things a little bit. So let's take out Magic and let's take out Penny. And maybe we can put in today's uh, players or did you want to go back and see? I'd say that still brings us down to 28 players. So let's, okay. I'd, let's I'd just, say let's just annex them. Yeah. Okay. 
So sorry, we're not Lakers gonna... fans. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Orlando yeah, Magic, fans. Magic's cut. He's garbage. I don't want him. I wouldn't have drafted him first. <laughs> he he would have undoubtedly been my first overall pick. But yeah, I think I agree. I mean, I agree. yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, I, but yeah, I'm interested for this. We're not going to go over the whole list because you don't want to hear me say 28 names. But you're going to know the names as we talk about them. Um, Phil, first pick of the NBA franchise point guard draft. Who 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 you got? We've been chatting about him all night. Stephen Curry, number one pick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, let me just switch that into our notes. I mean, I'm not surprised by that pick. Um, he's he's a monster. Mm-hmm. So these are just so everybody knows. It's prime prime players uh, for their franchise. So like Derrick Rose for the Bulls. It's not New York Knicks Derrick Rose. <laughs> Who's still great, but he's definitely MVP not. Derek Rose <laughs> on the Bulls. Yeah. Yes. Is that where you're going with number two? So I, I'm trying to decide. I got two in the top of my head. I got to make this pick quickly, though. I think, man, Steph Curry is just a monster. He's going to eat me up. Uh, we are going to go with the second overall pick Chicago Bulls, Derek Rose MVP, 6 2. Let's get him in there. Okay, Derek Rose, number two overall pick. I like that. He's going to slash. He's going to really take the inside. I'm hoping Uh, he has some athleticism to stay on Steph. I'm hoping. It's a tough, tough thing, but I'm I'm hoping he does something. To match that up, I'm going to go Russell Westbrook, Vintage Thunders player. He has the athleticism to play with Rose, MVP year of a triple-double. Him plus a Steph Curry backcourt. Well, I guess it's all going to be backcourt. So, yeah. <laughs> and in the backcourt, five players. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. That was. I was kind of hoping to get some speed and energy by going both them. I. I don't know. You saw obviously who who is in there for for the Rockets because primary he he was in there for two K. He has yep. he has a shooting guard you could say, but I would say he he primarily plays point the amount of assists that he had assists and iso they actually 2k put him at the point guard slot oh there you go that's that's why he's there (laughs) so we are going to take james harden from the houston rockets for the second or fourth overall pick that is a nice little team you're building i think the the point of this draft is we're just going to show all the fantastic point guards that really exist in this league I'm going to go retro. I'm going to go Oscar Robertson from oh, the Milwaukee Bucks. I want some rebounds. Russell Westbrook, Oscar Robertson. They can grab some boards. You might be seeing my strategy coming out to fruition here. Yes. So we are going to replace some boards as well. And we're going to go with a player that I had no idea who he was until I really researched him. I wouldn't say he's arguably my point scorer, but he is a rebound getter. We're going to go with the Denver Nuggets. Fat Lever. Fantastic name. Fantastic player. Uh, yeah. 9.3 rebounds uh, a game in his, in his career. Uh, we, need, we need a center. And I think at 6'3", he's a little small. But uh, he's got, I'm sure, a ton of badges on 2K for rebounding. At least I hope. Or I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone who's got a lot of badges I'm praying for is Mr. Allen Iverson. I would like some Allen Iverson on my team. That is going to be my next pick. Yep. That's a great pick. So where are we at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Got seven are... picks. You're on to the eighth pick. Eight. So four, pick. four players on each. 
I think. Uh, this is this is an interesting team. You've kind of drafted my team. I knew it was going to happen because you had first pick. <laughs> oh, the excuses no, have no, already started, ladies and gentlemen. Stra- straight up, no excuses at all. Um, no, no, it's it, it just kind of the the way it, the the drafts are going. It's kind of like yeah, like I figured you would take these players, which is fine. Mm-hmm. That's so mm-hmm. good. There's a ton of good talent out here, so we mm-hmm. are gonna go. I'm gonna grab him because he's super high rated, and I need a floor general. Steve Nash, Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. That was my next one. Great pick. He rounds out our top eight. I'm also going to take a floor general. I'm going to take Chris Paul from the Clippers at the number nine pick to round out my five. Uh, My starting five is Stephen Curry, Russell Westbrook, Oscar Robinson, Allen Iverson, and now Chris Paul. Who's your fifth pick and rounding out the starters for you? We are going to get another bucket getter. Um, And he's a little bit taller. We're going to go with Washington Wizards, Gilbert Arenas. Again, similar Ooh. to the James Harden approach. Although Wizards, Gilbert Arenas did not play point, um, he primarily was ball carrier for them a lot of the times. So we made some exceptions. Mm. Because really, if uh, you don't go with Gilbert Arenas for point, there's really not much on the Wizards. I mean, you could argue Russell Westbrook right now. but <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> John Wall is good. I but like in comparison to Gilbert Arenas, I mean, I don't I don't think he's there. Nope, completely fair. I'm going with uh an NBA champion, uh Kyrie Irving to uh, for my number six. We're, we're off of the up. Cavaliers, vintage Kyrie hit one of the biggest shots in NBA history. Kyrie Irving. We are going to bring in some defense. Because we need it. Uh, mm. New Jersey Nets. Not Brooklyn Nets. A new, new New Jersey Nets. Jason Kidd. Okay. Gritty defense. Good floor general. Going to bring the heat. Fantastic. Uh, for my last one for the podcast, I'm going to pick Isaiah Thomas, uh, the vintage Pistons point guard champion, 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 Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Pistons love him. Favorite team. Mm-hmm. Uh, last pick for me. Hmm. So, what do I want here? I love Kyle Lowry, but they didn't give him a high rating, so I'm not going to take him. Mm, scouting. Look at this, man. Scouting. You got to scout. Of course you got to scout. Uh, we are probably going to go for the final pick of the NBA franchise point guard draft. Podcast edition. Three picks to come later. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to go. Tony Parker, San Antonio Spurs. Okay. The 14th pick in the draft. This will be a fun simulation we're going to do here, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for whenever we do end up posting this podcast as a bonus addition. Perhaps we'll get our lovely friend Chris McDougal to do some guest commentary. Mr. Christopher. Mr. Christopher, as we like to call him. (laughs) He will be uh, hopefully joining us for this edition of NBA 2K21, NBA Franchise Point Guards. Awesome. Let us know what you think. Who's going to win this game? Comment in the sections below. See who play. Now, Phil, it's time to get hot. Time time to get hot. Hot take time. Flame is up. The fire is out. Shaq's face is up. Although... um, you know, I'm just going to leave Shaq up there. Every hot take has got to be spicy. Oh, but just let me look into Shaq's eyes while we do this take. That's what I mean. Like, I don't want to see like a jalapeno up there. I want to see Shaq's face. I love you, Shaq. So mm-hmm. this one's probably not the hottest take in the world, but it's still 
it's still pretty spicy. But we love Shaq, so Shaq's up there. Yeah, spicy yeah, five. Yeah. It's spicy five. The hot take for the week. Are the Washington Wizards the team to win it all? No. <laughs> That's too hot. Too hot. Put it down. Put it down, Luke. Put it down, please. Uh, uh, uh. Are the Wizards, Washington Wizards, the team to win the play-in tournament on the East? I was about to choke on some chicken wings if uh, if you were going to say they were going to win the NBA championship. Um, so Grant, injury, <laughs> Kyrie yeah. Irving, injury, James Harden injury. All right, boys, it's our time to shine. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think they will get into the playoffs if that's how we are deeming that they are winning the play-in tournament. So you got the standings so, up here, remember that you can. Yeah, we do. We got the Wizards in at ten. They would play the Pacers in the first game. Uh, they're on a seven-game win streak right now. Uh, we've got the Heat in seven, the Hornets in eight. So Heat and Hornets play in one game. Pacers, Wizards play in one. Heat, I think, would beat the Hornets to get in. And then that means the Wizards have to beat the Pacers and the Hornets. I think that's very doable with the stretch they're on. If I'm uh, a, a scout, there's not one game that I would be more afraid of to play LaMelo Mall versus... Uh, Russell Westbrook. I'm going to pick Lame. Russell Westbrook out of those uh, mm-hmm. options. Was that so Lamello I think Mall he does it. Lamello Ball. Lamello. I think I like Lamelo Mall better. Lamelo Ball. I he, think Lamelo Mall. He, he, listen, knowing that family, they could open up a mall. I could see it happening. <laughs> the Ball Mall. <laughs> the Ball. <laughs> all, all you do is you hey, go shopping for tennis balls. That. We're trademarking that. You cannot take that. The Ball family. <laughs> tennis <laughs> balls, ball basketballs. Oh, I want to go to the basketball store, Dad. Can I go? I'd like to get some basketballs. <laughs> Uh yes, the Hornets because ball's coming back right this week. Yeah, that's yeah. and also Gordon Hayward's down with an injury right now. I think they got a chance to beat the Lamelo Mall ball. So let's take the let's take the Washington Wizards to make that playing tournament. I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I Russell Westbrook has recently been lights out. You never put that man out. He could have like a bad month and then come back playing like an MVP, and you're like, what? He's a walking triple-double. He's a walking triple-double. He might disappear for a game or two, but you know he's coming back. He's not disappearing. He's not going away. He's been in the league long enough to show that he might have a bad game here or there. He might shoot bad, but you know what? He's still going to take the game-winning shot, even if he's shooting 0 10, and there's a good chance it still goes in. (laughs) Hey, one of 11, and you win. That's what matters. Yep. So what's kind of cool here is if if you – don't know what the East standings are right now. The Heat are 31 and 29. So effectively, there's 13 games left. Um, the Heat are probably going to win some. The seventh seed is probably locked in. I don't think there's much chase for the Wizards to get six games up. But the eighth seed, Phil, is only three games ahead. And that's with the Hornets. Mm-hmm. I think you could potentially even see the Wizards going into um, an eight and seven, which I think would be a, or the eighth seed to play the seventh seed for the play-in tournament. I think that's the best situation to be in because then you only got to win one, but you can lose one too. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have Pacers to... are sliding as well. Wizards are 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. Oof, they could make some momentum. You're right. You can get yeah. all the way up to eight potentially. I, I, think, they're, I think they win. I, I think they'll win. They'll, they'll get that eighth seed. Um, it'll be kind of cool because I don't think anyone's expecting the Wizards to get there. <laughs> and and your uh, your trophy for winning the eight seed, you get to play the Brooklyn Nets, who have James Harden, <laughs> Kevin Durant, and then we've got Mr. Kyrie Irving. Three three potential MVPs in their own right. So whew. Russell's going to just go. What I do like about this, though, they're not going to win. I'm I'm not saying the Wizards are going to win. I love if Washington gets that eight seed because he will fight and go after every ball. 
and he will put his heart on the floor, potentially potentially take a game or two. I'm just looking forward to see Russell Westbrook because he, you know, has engine how his engine works, and like him facing the Brooklyn Nets, you know, you're gonna see some amazing basketball from Russell Westbrook because I just I'm excited to see what he does. Like he's just gonna go at Kyrie so hard, Bradley Beal, and another great scorer. He's got big heart. It's gonna be a fun game. If I, also. If, if I get there. Also, KD versus Russell Westbrook. That yeah. would be a lot of fun. That's what I would like to see, the one versus eight. I'm hoping they do it. So we are going to jump into our last segment of the day. We are going into the North. Give me some Raptor news. Give me, Give me some, some Raptor news. news. Exactly. We, the North. There's not a ton to talk about this week, uh, but there's some good stuff because it's the Raptors, and we love the Raptors, especially more so this week. Um there's a new doctor in the house. Not not yet. I shouldn't say doctor, that. Doctor, doctor, give me a call. <laughs> His name is Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is uh, so he's Kyle Lowry in a uh, press conference this week where they were talking. He is going to be getting an honorary doctorate from Acadia. Uh, and Larry said it ain't official yet, but when it's official, I will not respond to anything other than Dr. Lowry. <laughs> what will he be the doctor of? Someone said doctor of greatness. <laughs> will OG call Kyle, Dr. Lowry and Ananobi responded. If everyone does, then yeah. Does this mean nurse will be demoted to assistant coach? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Good for him. You know what I mean? Like if you think about the, a career in the NBA, like you, you, you work a lot. I don't think people always realize the amount of hours you put into the NBA. Like, like these guys, I, I would, I, I don't know what they would work hourly, but it's more than 40. <laughs> I can tell you that. I would tend to with, agree with travel, um, with pregame. If you want to be the best of the best, if you're just showing up to play ball, sure. You might, you might not be working a lot, but if you're, if you're trying to be the best of the best, you're putting in a lot of hours in the gym at the games and travel and practice and researching your teams and just everything like you, that's your life. So it's pretty cool to see him then have the time to still go get his honorary doctorate uh, from Acadia. Like good on him. Time management. Kyle Lowry, please teach me. <laughs> that's right. Eh? And then Phil, Little I think Kyle. you got, uh, I think you got the rest of our, our Raptors news. Uh, but I yeah, do. Dr. Kyle Lowry, that's, that's his name. Uh, as soon as he gets that people remember it. I do. So, yeah, so just to kind of do a quick summary of the week, uh, Raptors are in the 12th spot, one and a half games back from the Wizards. They won against the Thunder and the Nets, lost to the Knicks today. But Freddie, OG, and Pascal combined for 80 points. What that means, the future is bright. Utah Watanabe is signing a contract. They are going to happen yeah. for the rest of the year. Job, no longer on a two-way. Busy week coming up. Five games home against the Cavs, the Nets, and then away against the Nuggets, Jazz, and Lakers. We might be able to see Raptors going to get that 10 seed or they're going to slide down and maybe get the draft pick a little bit higher. But that's what we got for We the North. I think that's what we got for the podcast, Luke. Yes, sir. Um, we were going to have our from deep question, but we've, we've definitely passed our time. So we, we'll bring it for next week. It's a good one. So, but yeah, well, I, I think it's not a small co question as uh, it, it's definitely worth about a 10, 10 minute conversation at least. So we are going to skip for this week. And we're going to say that's a podcast. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening. Um, listen, you know, to your favorite parts of the segment. Uh, the timestamps are on YouTube. I do put them in the Spotify and Apple uh, part. Unfortunately, they don't have uh, timestamps, but you can definitely always look in the description to see, hey, I want to listen to this segment. That's what we're trying to do. We're creating segments. We want to see what people like. And from there, we'll keep making those segments that people love. Uh, have a mm -hmm. wonderful week. And, uh, you know, splash from deep. We out.
Till next time. Till next time. Peace.